Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Welcome back to the Steeler Hangover. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Tony, I guess Anthony Julius Defio. I did not forget about Tony Jules. That's it. So he is along with us today, and we are hanging out with you on a Monday night. It is March, and it's feeling good. Uh <laughs> I'm laughing here because Zach, ah, I can't say your name. So maybe I'm not a good DJ, Zach, but Zach McClintock says, oh my God, bad is such a DJ. It never left him. I was a DJ in the nineties. Yes. For a top 40 radio station. Um, I hope I'm not like a puke jock because I I don't want to be a puke jock. That's what we used to call the uh, guys that were like, Hey, it's 93.7 on your FM dial. I don't want to be that guy. So if I am, just let me know. I can't I, believe there are still people out there like that. You still hear them on the radio. I'm like, don't you know people make fun of that now? It's like the, it's like, <laughs> it's like the toupee of radio uh, disc jockeys. The toupee of radio. I love it. I was never like that. I was I was one of those guys. I I was in my 20s when I did it. So um, And did, did I ever tell you what my name on the radio was? I don't believe so. I talked about it on the uh, – um, not the retro show because that we do that together on the uh, Tales from Two AM the other day, um, but I was Brian Fox on the radio. Oh yeah, you did mention that. Okay, yeah, that's a good that's a good nineties name. Yeah, I, I was almost Brian Malone. Do you know why I was almost Brian Malone? Because you like Cheers. Because I like Cheers. It was nineteen ninety when I picked the name. They they make you pick a name <laughs> in top forty radio. Um, and the reason they make you do that is I got some really crazy mail. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And I I got some really crazy stuff. Um, 
gosh, I'm not going to tell you what kind of pictures I would get in the mail, what kind of paraphernalia I would get in the mail from uh, from listeners. And the thing is, when you're on the radio, they can't see what I look like. So they could just hear the voice. And they would say to me, I mean, I was working midnight to six when I first got into it. And I'd be bored. So uh, women would call up and they'd want to talk. And it's 2.30 in the morning and I'm playing the spin doctors, you know, <laughs> you know, like next up the spin doctors. Um, hey. So, you know, I'm, I'm doing that. I'm bored out of my skull. And so I'm just talking to them. And, and then it would always get around. To, okay. What do you look like? And my, the answer every single time was, well, you tell me. <laughs> and you tell me what I look like. And I got two answers every single time. And they would say, and stand back then I was probably about 150 pounds. I had a little longer hair. Um, not too long. I it was the nineties had a mullet, you know, um, I had the early nineties mullet. Then it turned into the sideburns of nine Oh two one Oh, I, I can see you rocking the Dylan look there, uh, from nine Oh two one Oh, Tony. I wish I, I, I ne never knew what to do with my hair. And, and then once I figured it out, I started losing it. So no, no, I, I, I pretty much kept it the same. I wish, I wish I, I, I would have done that. It would have probably been better off for me. So I promise this is not a 2 a.m. story, Felicia. I promise you it's not the twilight zone, um, but what it is. So I would say, you tell me, and I would get the same two answers every single time I would get, well, you're probably about medium height, uh, brown hair, brown eyes. Um, I'd say, okay. I'd say, yep, you got it. And then the other, then 50% of the others would say, okay, you're about six, four blonde blue eyes. And I'd be like, yep, that's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They were, they were, uh, this is six, four bl blonde blue eyes. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's far away from what I am. Ezra says, that he had the kid high top from kid and play. <laughs> I love it. House party. <laughs> wow. There's a, uh, there's a flash from the past. So anyways, um, Tyler's laughing that I call it mullet. Isn't that what is it? Mullet? Or That's what it sounds, it sounds right to me. Mullet, 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 mullet. mullet, mullet. mullet. Yeah. Either mullet. way, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty dated. Yeah. If, if you have one today out there, we're making fun of you. I, I decided I, I was going to try one at the beginning of COVID and then it got a little crazy and I'm like, this just isn't me. So uh, I had a mullet going for a little while, but it, it just wasn't right. Uh, if you go look back at some of those shows at the beginning of COVID, you, you'll see it. But let's get back to this. This is the most important thing. And we're talking about, hey, if we're talking about mullets or long hair, there's a guy that I think would be perfect for the Steelers. So I'm going to tease that a little bit more. But I think that they need to go the draft route. I would love to see them go Corey Lindsley. But I don't know if they're going to be able to invest $11, $12 million into a center that's 29 years old. Um, I think it would be awesome, but I definitely think that they're going to draft one. They don't have to draft one in the first round. We were talking about this last week. We were talking about this the other day. If they want a running back bad enough, if they want a corner, if they, whatever they want, offensive line is deep enough that they can wait until number two or number three. You don't want to wait too long, but you can get a very good player at number two or number three. If you're going to go high on this, 
you're going to look at two guys. One's from Oklahoma. His name is Creed Humphrey. I think he's got star written all over him. I also am looking at a guy that is, you know, he is uh, your guard and center from the University of Alabama. You already have a center from the University of Alabama in Hassanan, another guy, and that's Landon Dickerson. And I always want to call him Dickinson. I believe it's Dickerson, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And, 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 and the way I like tackle where you have to, you, you won't have a chance to get, like you said, it's a, it's a deep draft for linemen and, and they can probably find their center in, in the second, third round. And I'm looking at two guys here that they could wait third round and get a very, uh, get a quality player. And the first one is from the Ohio State University. And it's Josh that they can get away with here and do very well is a mammoth of a man. He's a big dude. He's got long hair. He comes from your favorite school. I know you were a big fan of Wisconsin Whitewater. Yes. Back yes. in the day, the green and gold of Wisconsin Whitewater. That one year that they could, they should have went to the Cotton Bowl and they didn't. They were passed <laughs> over. I'm so upset about that. But but I, I, if they if they can get a stud out of that uh, out of that uh, off that team and onto the Steelers, it'll make up for it. When I think of Whitewater, I think of tubing. So I don't even know what their nicknames were. They the uh, the rafters. Yes, <laughs> the, the Whitewater Rafters. Yes, that's that's, that's what we're going to go with. So if you're going to look at uh, the Whitewater Rafter, his name is Quinn Miners. Now he did turn a lot of heads. You're not going to sneak this guy because at the Senior Ball, the Senior Ball, uh, at the Senior Bowl, he turned a lot of heads. He looked really good. I watched a lot of uh, I watched a lot of highlights on this guy. He seems like a mauler. He seems like a stealer, Tony. Yeah, and um, you know that, that's that's how you have to do it. That's that's what you have to do. You have to bring somebody in, somebody who has a lot of potential, and, and then you develop them. And, and maybe he starts right away. You never know. Like Pouncey, obviously, he was a much higher prospect with a, with a much uh, greater pedigree. But but you you bring you bring him in, and 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 and. You, you, Get him working with the coach, his position coach, and you see you see what you can do. But you can get that guy, like you said, in the third round. Now, here's the thing: before anybody comes in on this and mentions it, it's uh, I do want to clarify: he's not officially a center; he's actually a guard, right? But he's going. It looks like he is uh, training to be a center, right? And well, that's what... they're going to bring him in. So he's that hybrid guy. You can play him as a guard. You can play him as center. He's right. 6'3", 320, and he just seems like the guy that would be perfect. And who was that guy last year? It was Kevin Dotson. Now, Dave Schofield and I were having a conversation on the phone today, um, and that conversation was around, look, you're not always going to get a steal in the fourth round. This is not going to be the norm. Right. You're, you're going to get a future 10-year, a possible 10-year player like a Kevin Dotson in the draft in the fourth. But you can sneak a guy like this in the third, and a third still considered a fairly high pick. Right. Um, and I, I just think that would be a good way to go. Um, Santa Claus says that's too big for a center. Um, you know, I... 
but you bring him in. Does he play guard? Does he play center? You, you look at a few things. You see where he, he fits best. And that might be the Michael Beck approach to bring in a guy and a free agent and yeah, see and, what you have. Right. And, and you don't know with Matt Filer, you know, he, he's a free agent. Uh, I mean, if he, if he were smart, he would market himself as a, as a, as a tackle and free agency based on how he played that position versus guard. So maybe you have to fill both center and, and left guard next year. You just don't know. Now Santa Claus says six, four can't be pulling like Pouncey did. That is, you know, that has some merit. This guy, from what I saw of him, he has a lot of athleticism to, to him too. So that's uh, that's somebody that you can talk about. So my thought is, if you want to, man, if you want Najee Davenport, you could get him, and you can get get your tackle in the second round, your center in the third, if that's the way you want to go. And I'm not saying that Najee Davenport because I I somebody mentioned here I love Javante Williams. I think that guy is a great way to go. I think he's actually he's rising up the charts too. I mean, you might have to uh, hope to get him in the second round now. So it just depends what's going to happen in the next few weeks. Everything everything could change and happen. If you if you decide that you want to invest in a cornerback and you have a great corner dropping to you, by by all means, you know you can. Because this draft is set up, I feel it's a pretty deep draft all the way around. That where if you have a guy that you really like and he's there and he's not the pos- position that you think you need, but if you're in a position that you can get the best player available, and I think they kind of are where they can get the best player available because they need a lot of help in a lot of places. Now, I don't expect them to bring in a safety. You know, I, they're not going to be bringing in a safety. I don't expect them to uh, really bring in a defensive lineman as much. I mean, they could they could get some help on defensive line, but you could make a case. And a wide receiver. I don't expect them to bring in a wide receiver in the first round either. No. But you could make a case that almost every other position, they're probably going to be looking at the best player possible. If they if that stud tight end from Florida drops to them, my gosh, they they could even do that. So there's so many things they can do, but we're talking about centers today. And I'm not saying that they could wait. Can't wait too long. But there's some value with guys like Myers and Miners that you could really do well with, with somebody like this. Your thoughts, Tony, on uh, Myers and Minor, or do you want to go higher for Creed or for no, Dickerson? I, no, I mean, I, I think it, it it'll be quite telling how they how they address it in free agency. If they if they just bring in somebody, you know, like who's that guy? You know, and a very underwhelming uh, free agent like they've been known to do in the past. Uh, then I think that that tells you that they're going to make center a, a pretty high priority in the draft. And not necessarily in the first round, but certainly with a premium pick. So I, I, that's that, those are my thoughts. I, I think it, it's like we talked about in the first half of the show. The the, the, the in part one, you know, if you're if you're not going to go high end, you're not going to get that guy that's making that, that you're going to have to pay ten or eleven million a year. But you can't go too low. You can't bring in a guy and, and pay him a million or two a year and say, okay, you be our starter. 
it's got to be if, if you're going to go to that four or five million dollar a year range, uh, then then he then, then then that's somebody that you you would think is going to be here for for a couple of years. But you can still you can still get a center and, and high in the draft and, and 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 groom him to be your your future center. Now, Wes just asked if I thought they should bring in uh, Kyle Trask. I don't know if he was talking to me or somebody else. I mentioned Florida. I'm talking stud tight end from Florida is who I am talking about. And there is there is definitely a guy out there that is projected around maybe player pick 15 by the name of Kyle Pitts. I think Kyle Pitts is the guy I was talking about. Um, if you can get a, if a guy like that drops, you might be thinking about a Kyle Pitts. But there are so many different directions that you could go in uh, in the the first round of this draft. So, like you said, you could go center, but you want to make sure that you have the right one. And if somebody from another position is right, then you can you can probably get somebody with your third pick and that might be right. so much better. Now, a lot of people are mentioning how Dickerson is uh, the injury history on Dickerson. The, that might be a buyer beware because he's had a lot of problems with injuries. So, right. Well, you it, know, it's a crap shoot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then somebody, there's a couple people that mentioned bringing back BJ Finney. I just, uh, I'm not looking at a retread there, bringing back a guy like that who couldn't get on the field with, couldn't do much with Seattle, ends up getting traded to uh, Cincinnati and really can't get on the field there. So with that, there's so many possibilities, but not Finney. No, I mean, you know, if you would, if you would have asked me about BJ Finney last year at this time, I would have said, oh, absolutely. He, he's your, you can bring him in and be your stopgap guy for a, for a, maybe even a couple of years. I mean, he came up under Mike Munchak. He really seemed to get the most out of out of his abilities for being an undrafted free agent. But you know, everything that happened with him in Seattle is really puzzling to me. And and that was his chance to break out, and and it just didn't happen for him. So you have to you have to wonder why. And 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 maybe you know, like, like they say, there's a reason for some guys uh, are, are good are good uh, fill-ins, but never. Uh, great starters like uh, I used to say about Mike Easter, the uh, old pirate. He, they always wanted him to uh, to be a starter, and every time he got his chance, he really couldn't produce. He was much better as a, as a backup. The hitman. I used to emulate his. Uh, he had the craziest batting stance. Yeah, he uh, he he would stick it out. Oh, Mike right, right. Mike Easler was great. Um, so I tell you what, let's. Uh, Let's spend the last couple minutes of the show. We can go ahead and take some questions, comments. What I'm going to do, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the next uh, the next couple, and then we're going to get on out of here. Reginald Rivers, I love this. I agree with you on this. Bad, you don't take the garbage out of the house and bring it back in. So that's a, that's the funny part about it was he wasn't garbage when he was here. He was pretty, he was really good, but it was in limit. It was in uh, limited exposure. And once he got his chance in Seattle, I guess it just didn't, I guess he, he was exposed. Whoa, 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 whoa. This, I know I got to bring this up. Um, no way. No, nah, I, 
when I said the hitman, I was talking about uh, Mike Easler. That that can't be true. I mean, did something happen to Brett the Hitman Hart in wrestling? I didn't. I would. My my cousin's a huge wrestling fan. I would have. I would have heard about it if, if if that was the case. No, I I think I think there might be some some uh, mistake here. But no, Mike Easler did pass away. The Steelers, the Pirates hitman. So right. I just got really scared there, Ezra. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got me really scared. Um, so uh, Bad says hit the gym. Uh, Santa Claus says Bad hit the gym and get on Barry Bonds workout routine. And you can suit up in the BJ Finney pants. Here's the problem. I talked about the BJ Finney pants yesterday. You know who told me this on our on our interview when we had the exclusive interview with Zach Banner? He said you can't. I mean. You you would be shocked how thin he was downstairs. His legs were so yeah. little. Those were size thirty eight pants. Right. I was shocked they were size thirty. He's like a three hundred pound man. He's huge. So up here, but but there, I couldn't fit into those pants. I had I had problems, and I've been losing weight too. I was shocked. I need to find a bigger pair of pants. Um, thanks, Mean Joe says Irv Cross passed away. I did not know that. Uh, great man. He played for the 49ers, but he was just awesome with CBS Sports. I remember. Oh, yeah. He and my childhood memories. Brent Musburger, Irv Cross. Oh, yeah. I gotta tell you, that that stinks. I, I hate to hear that. Uh, rest in peace. Um, Ezra says, My bad. Yeah, you had me scared. <laughs> Yeah, now I now I have to look that up. Um, n- now I've got to check all that out. But let's just go ahead and uh, we're going to wrap it up with uh, Lumberzack. Is if I yeah, I'm having trouble here. Lumberzack says I like Jeff's take. Really, not sure if he still thinks this, but in a show he mentioned that they should potentially triple dip a true free agent center signing, someone who's versatile like BJ and draft. I don't know. Maybe he does feel that way. I, I got to tell you, though, I think I like the Michael Beck approach with a free agent center signing, draft someone, and just do that because I think you have a guy in J.C. Hassenauer who you can keep. Look, you don't have to throw him away. He right. can be your backup. And not only is he your backup at center, he's your backup at guard. So right, I kind of... Go ahead, Tony. And you can see how he develops. You can see what he learned last year. He struggled last year. There's no question about it. But look who he's look who he was filling in for. He's filling in for a potential Hall of Fame center. So you know maybe you know, the, the difference looks so great to, to us watching. But maybe uh, you know if, if you look at it with reality, okay, maybe this is this is not going to be this is never going to be a superstar. But maybe he can develop himself into a starter somewhere down the road. Maybe last year was his, uh, his, his foot in the door that he needed. And we will see. Well, Tony, I, we're ready to wrap it up here. And what we're going to do is we're going to uh, be back here next week. We're going to talk about a different position on the team. And I think really what we could do is, Tony, I'm not going to tell you what we're going to do, but we might just be turning the corner with this one. Ah, the punter. Uh, yeah. 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 Longstaffer. Get rid yeah. of Jordan Barry once and for all. I don't know what the heck it is. He he, he won't go away. He's like a, he's like a fly in the car. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I I let the cat out of the bag for next week's show. Oh, there you go. 
Tony, what are we going to do? Um, <laughs> but hey, thanks everybody who uh, showed up today. I mean, it, it is so great to have you here with us. We appreciate you. We cannot do these shows without you. You're our BTSC family. We absolutely love you. I'm speaking for Tony as well as myself. And for Tony Defio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. We ask you to please be safe, be true to yourself, and always be behind the steel curtain. And just when you think you know all the answers. We keep changing the questions. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.